I did get an offer to interview Boss. That's one of um. Yeah. Uh, J Cole. Yep. Yes. Yes. And yes. Yes. He's going on tour, but obviously one of his stops is Rainbow Vest. Okay. So we're gonna see it. I'm a I'm a big Boss fan. I know you've been talking about him for a while. I adore him. I yeah. think he's great. He kind of reminds me of Young Citizen. Oh. Like if Young Citizen had like a a secular twin. Come on, yeah. secular. Hey, young. Hey, young. Like that's that's yes. that's who Boss always reminds me of. Like. Even like even the way he raps, they have similar like yeah. undertones, and that's just who I compare him to. I miss Young. We haven't I haven't talked to him in a minute. I know. I know he's in album mode. I see his story. Hit us up, Shawty. Yeah, like let's just let's, let's just go. Let's just chat. Let's just go hang out. Let's go to. Uh, I was gonna say Amelie, but there's so many other better spots in the city now. Yeah. So many other better spots. So. Although I do like their new location though. What new location? The one that they, well, you know, they had the one that was in Plaza Midwood, but they moved it into a, in a better, into a better building. You haven't been? Mm -mm. We'll have to go. There's a lot of new places that I just have not been yet, but there's. You know, you know all they do is build stuff around here, so yeah. it's not like, you know. That's what people like. I know, like, when the whole Keith Lee situation, they was like, they come to Charlotte, he ain't going to say. I'm like, no, there's a lot of spots here in Charlotte that mm -hmm. are popping up, and a lot of them are good. So, you know, let's, let's not discredit the Charlotte food scene. Like For sure. That. Like. I don't really know what we're known for food-wise, but... Bojangles. Oh, yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Bojangles. But you know how, like, you know, Philly, obviously y'all are known for Philly cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. New York is pizza and bagels. Uh, Tennessee is barbecue, right? I don't know. I, I, let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, what's the beef between New York and Chicago with the pizza? Apparently, they feel like they like invented pizza, and you know we know that we know otherwise. We know the truth. Like, who wants that type of pizza? Let's keep it a let's keep it a buck. Like, there's no cheese on it. It just looks nasty. No one goes. I mean, let me not say that. Let me not say nobody goes to Chicago for pizza. But if you if you think of New York and you think of food, you're gonna think of pizza. Point blank. Period. Okay. I've been in New York a couple of times. Yeah. I'm almost certain I have not gone to the right pizza spots. Probably. Yeah, I, I went to like some rinky-dink joint that was in Times Square. It wasn't, uh, see? I mean, you know, yeah, no. <laughs> I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to like, okay, and this is for, and I think if, if for our audience, uh, our, our, New York, our New York listeners, like y'all know I'm telling the truth. Us New Yorkers, like nobody's like, ooh, I want to go to Times Square for anything. Like, that is literally a tourist attraction. Yeah. Like, you can go into the city and there's plenty of other spots, but like, mm -mm. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I knew going in there, I, it wasn't going to be like mind blowing, yeah. but I was also there and I was hungry. Was it old? Like what time was it? It was nighttime. Uh -huh. It was probably like around like maybe six. It was the winter time. It was cold. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. I don't think the store is there anymore, but it was near the, um, what's the candy? The big candy, M&M store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, like, Toys R Us was there and they had... The Yo, that Toys R Us was fantastic <laughs> and they just took it down. I can't believe that. That was... What a time to be alive. For real. They, had, a, a, they had a Ferris wheel inside. It was banging. It was amazing. It that was, was like a Forever 21 or some shit. Like... It is, yeah. Or, no. No, for, no it's, it's not a Forever 21. I, I worked at the Forever 21 at Times Square. F. You did? Oh, my God. They sent me... Like, I worked... I was working at the one in Long Island, yeah. and then they needed help, 
and they sent me out there one mm-hmm. day, like, girl, that shit stayed open till like two a.m. I heard it stays open late. Yeah, people will come in there, get their outfits for the club, and change and go about their business, like. Wow, yeah, that's was, fun. That sounds fun. I did that one time, never again. You were like, I'm good on that, love. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's a dub. For sure. It's a dub. All righty, I guess we can uh, start the show then. Yes, let's. Let's indeed. Let's. All right. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. What is happening? What's poppin'? I'm your girl Sierra T. And I'm your girl Shirelle. Yeah. This is Head Reps and Lipsticks the Podcast. We wrap up for Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Season 8, Episode 3 here in the building. Yes. We've got a list. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a list. It's not, it's I, I think it's gonna bad. be pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really ran out of words just now. So, sis, what can you wrap your head around? Okay. Uh-oh. So, I was telling sis earlier that I had a little bit of a James Brown thing going on today. Mm-hmm. Not really sure where it came from, but... And that's okay. When it hits you, it hits you. You know, it's Black History Month, and James Brown is the godfather's soul, so he's a part of history. For sure. Come to find out, um, his daughter... Uh, did like some type of interview with People Magazine, not really sure why, mm-hmm. and was talking about, and I quote here, um, basically she was saying that like there would be no hip hop, no Michael Jackson or Usher without her father. And I can't wrap my head around the point, the fact that she would think that anybody said otherwise. Yeah, like who? Did anybody, did somebody say to you, uh, Michael Jackson is the reason that hip hop is invented? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know so much about hip hop, but you know, yeah. it's fine. But no one has, I don't think anybody has discredited James Brown and his, um, you know. Impact. Yeah, his impact to music. Like obviously Michael Jackson had to watch somebody to be Michael Jackson. I mean, you know? James Brown pulled Michael on on out during the BET Awards yeah, during that tribute. Like, exactly. Michael was a huge fan of James Brown. I just think that there's like, no, I, I feel like, a lot of the history makers, excuse me, <coughs> we're not discrediting you. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has to come. Everybody watched somebody else do something. So, Michael watched James. Usher watched Michael. Chris Brown watched Usher. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be somebody else pop-locking and dropping it like it's hot watching Chris Brown. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, that's called a domino effect. That's mm-hmm. how we have all these greats. That's how, you know, Usher is, look at the history he just made and things mm-hmm. like that. So, and there's people following behind him. And same with, you know... The Supremes, uh, you know, the, Diana Ross, and then now you got Beyonce and Rihanna and all those. Like, it's, you know, that's, uh, I just can't wrap my head around the fact that, like, she or anybody else would think that James Brown is being discredited for his impact to music. Yeah, ever. no, that's that's why. And, but I also do, ever. like, see, like, in the, in, the, in the terms of hip-hop, you think about, like, 80s hip hop and mm. how there was a lot of sampling of like some of your favorite classic black R&B true. songs. That's true. Um, I mean like this goes beyond my like knowledge but I know like Jay Dilla and like mm-hmm. all of them like all of, all of that. Oh yeah. Especially but, from a production standpoint. Oh yeah, for, sure. for sure. So and, and a lot of that like if you think about Timbaland and if you think about Pharrell, like mm-hmm. you, right. you still find those things. Right. Those like tiny pieces into like 
I think about think about how many times Lucini has been sampled. It's oh my gosh. Lucini, which is one of my favorite hip hop songs of all time, by oh, the way. When Beyonce I wanted to no, Girl. no, because wait, 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 Girl. wait, we have to talk about it because nobody talked about that was a moment th that was iconic. And I was like, the people in Europe wasn't ready for that. No, because they, they didn't know nothing about it. Flaws and all over the Lucini beat. Like it really, it really. Beyonce, if you don't drop that lot, if you don't drop that live album, drop girl, that fucking live we understand album. you hee hawing through Countryville right now, but drop, drop it. Flaws and all over the Lucini beat was insane. Yeah, that was that was wild. I, the cosmic, the cosmos shift. Yeah, it was. It was something in your body. You was. We was like, ooh, yo, girl, yo, so sick. Anyway, yeah, and that's how you pay homage. So you know, to James Brown's daughter. Yeah, no, we. We know that there'll be. We know that Michael Jackson was because of him, Usher, mm -hmm. and and so on and so forth. Like we we know that. So yeah, mm -mm. no, we got we we got it. Don't yep. worry about it. Crystal clear. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been it's been tried, tested, and true. Yeah. So for sure. What about you, sis? What can you wrap your head around? Well, if you uh -oh. follow me on TikTok, then you already know. Yeah. I went to Barnes and Noble this past weekend. Cause I am a member of Barnes and Noble, and I got my bag. You get a bag every year at the at the, at the year of your like a cloth bag. Yeah, girl. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm in there. Of course, I'm, I'm looking at books. I'm not just here to get the bag. Come on, <laughs> come on, dog. Um, and anyway, um, the Hotep Bible has reached 25 years. Yeah. And is now leather bound, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. has the gold sprayed edges. For those of you who don't know what the Hotep Bible is, Ooh. it is the, the book 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Um, and you know, I got the video, so I'll put it here so y'all can see that monstrosity. Because uh, what? Any actual hell? I, I was gifted that book. By who? For my going away to college party. Oh, one, of my, one of my former coworkers gifted it to me and wrote a note, like a nice, like, you know, Shoot for the moon, stars, whatever. Right. And I was like, and he talked so highly about this book. I was like, okay, I can't wait to read it. Yeah. I read like the first five laws. I'm like, this book is sick. <laughs> this is some sick shit. Child. It is full. It is a book full of manipulative tactics, mm. and I do not like it. Anyway, yeah, girl, they they done made it. It looked like a Bible. It looked like a Bible, sis. Did you see it? I saw it like from your video because you took you put a screenshot of it. Yes. On Girl, it looked like the Bible. I think there's a, I think there's a copy of that in my parents' house somewhere. I'm almost positive. Some hotep nigga probably gave it to your um, to your folks. I'm, yeah, I'm almost positive. Have you ever read it? No. Have you ever talked to somebody who's read it? Probably. More than likely. It is. And the crazy part is like it's more than likely, and I probably didn't even realize that that's where they were getting their ideology from. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is that's a whole other conversation for another day. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. I don't think people realize like, I mean, we all know that books have an influence, but it's just some of the stuff that is, you know, that has been published. I'm not even going to say like mm -hmm. today, but that has been published is not, you know, the groundbreaking iconic things mm -hmm. that, that, that they're put on a pedestal to be. I'm like, telling you, you know, some of them are just getting up people's minds. But mm. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, that is what I I was legit flabbergasted. Yeah. I, I mean, I was shocked. I believe sis. it. I believe it because mm. the Bible. Okay, I'm done. No, I'm I understand. Done. I'm done. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean, it's only a matter of time before you know another uh, 
volume comes out made by another hotep or something like that. And sure. I mean, but Robert Greene is some white dude, though. Yep. <laughs> the end of that one um <laughs> anyway i guess we go ahead and get into the show because that's a conversation in itself it sure is so it is time for our new segment again yet again it's busting ballots book 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 um what what, what le- letters yes <laughs> what letter are we on we're, so we ended on c mm-hmm. and we're beginning today with c and then we're going to end with f no. Which means Florida. Florida. So fun, fun, fun for everyone. Fun sun time in Florida. Mm-hmm. But so we're gonna start with Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, shout out to Connecticut. Honestly, looking at some legislation that was coming out of Connecticut, um, Connecticut's always been that very like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. just that silent state. It's like when you meet somebody from Connecticut, you like, huh? Yes. Yes. You'd be like, really? Yes. Okay. Um, yes. And shout out to, I, like, I went to school with a bunch of people from Connecticut because shout out to them. They used to, they were all from New Haven. They do pistol wave in New Haven. They used to do that. Wow. Yeah. That was their thing. But, okay. You know, pistol so shout, wave shout out Haven. to them. Cool. Um, but it's giving, like, Connecticut's a very blue state. Mm-hmm. It seems like they, you know, they're very, very liberal um, in their stance to a lot of different things. Isn't Connecticut where all the Ivy League schools are? Well, I mean, was it Har- is it Harvard? Yeah. Harvard, no. Harvard is in. Oh. I don't think there's. I don't. I don't think there's any Ivy Leagues in Connecticut. There's one in Jersey. There's one in Boston. There's one in. There's gotta be. I don't know. Well, go ahead. I'm gonna you go ahead and read that while I look this up. So, but some lawmakers are actually doing a good thing about the state's housing crisis. So there's some legislation that needs to be discussed in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, uh, lawmakers are saying that a bill that would incentivize more transit-oriented development might pass this year because of the state's housing uh, housing crisis. Connecticut has the lowest vacancy rate for all housing units in the country, and the state's yearly housing stats are less than half of the pre-2008 recession levels. Wow. So basically, this would allow private. I'm sorry, public-private partnerships to develop more housing in the states um in the states and this is um all uh, from both sides of the aisle democrats and republicans are like on board with this this is great apparently connecticut some there's something in y'all got a down pack to get your people uh you know i love that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um there are some republicans that are opposed to it but for the majority Shocker. they're just like you know let's let's get it going um so let's see um I'm sorry. So Governor Ned Lamont, he reintroduced the bill this year with more incentives for the production of housing for low and middle income families. He also introduced another that would expand renters rights. So there's Ooh. a lot on the table for the state of Connecticut when it comes to combating the housing crisis. So shout out to them. That's a good that's a good thing. I hope it gets I hope it gets passed because there's that's like a, a pretty big topic mm-hmm. uh, right about now in terms of like um, affordable housing. And it's always a conversation, but I've yet to see it put into action mm-hmm. so that's just something i want to see somebody yeah. officially like you know break ground on it yeah yeah mm. you know what i'm saying like it's time to stop talking and let's start doing yeah for real for real for real okay yes so that's connecticut it really wasn't much to find on them right now but you know we're gonna be optimistic that mm-hmm. everything stays afloat over up there who did you find the it's yale yale's in connecticut yale is in connecticut mm-hmm well, I thought it was in Rhode Island. Some, what's in Rhode Island? Okay. Let's see. Ivy League School. Is it Brown? Hold on. Ivy League School in Rhode Island. 
It is brown. I knew it. I was like, there was something in Rhode Island. It is, it is brown. Yep. The fact that Princeton is in Jersey just grinds my gears. It's like. I am shocked. Who wants to go there? For any reason. There's a lot of good schools in Jersey. It would be like going to Delaware. Pr oh, speaking yeah. of which. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> good segue, sis. You're welcome. The, uh, if you are a student at the University of Delaware, you really need to pay attention right now, okay? Because oh. you may be charged just for going to class, right? That's ghetto. Okay. So students at the University of Delaware could soon pay a new per student tax to attend class in the city of Newark. So I believe the University of Delaware is in the city of Newark, not New New Jersey, but Newark, Delaware. Um, this was a... Um, Let's see, Democratic State Representative Cindy Romer says she's considering sponsoring legislation that will allow Newark to charge a college or university holding in-person classes in the city up to $50 per semester for each full or part-time undergraduate or graduate student. The fee would apply just to uh, fall and spring semesters. And this is all because it would bring in between $2 million and $2.4 million to the city annually. So instead of just maybe creating new jobs or things like that, they want to charge the students who are already broke. Um, I mean, it might sound like $50 is a, is a little bit, but that's a lot. Uh, yeah, especially if you already come, if you ain't got no money like that. That's $100 per year. That could be used towards like a book allowance or things like that. Um, you know why this is a problem? Because Delaware doesn't have like any big events that come to that state. Or sales tax. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. I've been to Delaware. It's literally a spot, spot I just want to drive through. Yeah, I, I've never, I've only been to like the rest stops off of uh, 95. Mm -hmm. That's about it because it literally takes about maybe 30 minutes to, to drive through. I got family who live in Delaware. They, I mean, they, they got like nice little, they get their houses built or whatnot. Mm. But I'm like, what yeah. is there to yeah, do? When, they're, but, but they're close to Philly though, right? Yeah, they're close to Philly. Oh. But I mean. Yeah. Then why not just live in Philly? Well, I get why not. Listen, I love oh. my hometown, but I also get why not live in there. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be biased. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. So um, they try to kind of like, you know, cover their tracks. So they're saying, like, this is not a tax on the students, but on the university. Um, but students, but it's coming out the students. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish. No, literally. I'm sorry. Said, I'm sorry. I got, I got mad just now. No, Go I ahead. feel you. Because it says, but I'm, students crammed into council room concerned this per student's tax on the school we pass along to them. Because they already, I mean, we already know the vibes. Like, you're saying it, but, like, let's be very, like, let's be transparent. Um, if you pass this, who knows what else you could pass, um, you know, that's going to affect the students. This is ridiculous. So, um, however, there is a petition that's going around. It has gathered um, almost 4,000 signatures. So, hopefully, um, yeah. This is interesting. So, like, one undergraduate study, uh, what? One undergraduate student said the tax would hit those who could who could least afford to pay it. Yep. The tuition, the cost of tuition for in-state students is around thirty-four thousand dollars, and for out-of-state students, fifty-seven. Why? Why are we going to the University of Delaware? Like, what is there? It really might be people who can't afford to leave from their. You know, if they live in Philly, they can't afford to go too far. Maybe they got accepted into Delaware. You never. But you know. still out-of-state tuition is almost sixty thousand dollars. I mean, it's either that or go to the or go to Temple, and Temple's in the hood. I wouldn't go to Temple. Yeah, I have driven past Temple. It's rough, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a little, you're in the hood now, baby. You in the hood yeah, now, baby. Raw over there. I was like, damn, y'all going to? I'm just going to college here. Damn. I know um, y'all selling drugs over here. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what's going on in Delaware. So 
and I, another state that we had a very hard time finding some legislation. So if you are a Delaware listener and you have some serious concerns about what's going on in your state that we're just a little, you know, unaware of, first yeah. of all, you need to contact your media because they are not reporting it. Oh, child. Okay. And then report to us. And mm -hmm. if they're not going to do it, we will for you. Yes. This is insanity. That's crazy. <sighs> on to the sunshine state. Which makes us always frown. Literally. Like I'm smiling because I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say the stuff they got going on down there it's it's crazy but it is exciting it's salacious in a salacious way it's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. really like yep. this is what y'all want to do yeah so we got two things going on in uh in Florida two out of a thousand okay <laughs> more like a million probably literally had to limit what we talked about okay man so uh let me start with this one. So Florida's HB 757 is a defamation bill um, that is literally kind of attacking free speech and accountability, right? Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay. All right. So what's his name? He's a Republican state representative. His name is Alex Andrade. Andrade? Andrade. 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 Yeah, sure. Sure. We can say Andrade. He represents the city of Pensacola. Um, he is actually putting in some legislation that could really alter the way conservative media uh, reports. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so let's see. <sighs> okay. Introduced as a measure to modernize defamation laws in the age of electronic media, the bill. Uh, may inadvertently muzzle the very voices it seeks to protect, which is very interesting. Wow. Because Florida, if you, I mean, seriously, Ron DeSantis, who's been very quiet since he got kicked out of the presidential race. Love that for him. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they've been very outspoken about, you know, just silencing everybody, silencing black history, silencing books, silencing gay people, silencing everybody but Ron DeSantis, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, this is, this is, okay, I'm just going to read this. Yeah. HB 757 aims to amend existing defamation laws, extending provisions about retractions to electronic media and allowing defamation lawsuits to be filed in any county where the alleged defamatory content circulates. Okay. Okay. So basically, okay, so I'm going to read that again. It aims to amend existing defamation laws, extending provisions about retractions. Okay. To electronic media and allowing defamation lawsuits to be filed in any county where the alleged defamatory content circulates. So basically, if there is some, if, um, I'll use Ron DeSantis as an example. Mm -hmm. If he feels that, um, you know, the city of Miami, you know, a Miami publication in Miami, mm -hmm. um, put out an article that defamed him, right? Mm -hmm. Um, there could be lawsuits filed against the city and the publication and they would have to retract it whether it's true or not. That's, that's basically what this is happening. Okay. Wait, so that's now, horrible. uh, Andre, Andre, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. who's a lawyer. Yeah. He insists that his bill does not ease the pathway for frivolous lawsuits, but rather ensures that electronic media outlets are held to the same accountability standards as their print counterparts. Uh, yeah. So, um, basically like, so your podcasts, mm -hmm. your radio news, all those things like that. So he said, and I quote, this bill is about fairness and accountability. Um, yeah, no, no, 
No, that's that bill is not about fairness and accountability at all. No, it's not. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read because okay, it's like so okay. there has been some conservative um some conservative uh, media outlets that are kind of like mm, man right. So let's just see. Um, basically, a lot of critics of the bill are saying that this would like uh, pave the way for public figures to sue for defamation with greater ease, potentially silencing conservative, liberal, and Christian broadcasters alike. So this um, the, one of the owners of a Let's see. 92.5 Fox News in the Fort Myers Nables markets found himself. Let's see. Yeah. He's one of the people that are like, this is this is not this is not right. He said mm -hmm. this. He's been vocal in his opposition, arguing that the bill poses a direct threat to free speech and the sanctity of critical journalism. That's exactly what I was going to say, but like with fancier words, which is like. Oh, I don't like what you said about me. I'm going to sue you for defamation of character. Like if I call mm -hmm. somebody a rat faced bitch, right? And they'd be like, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You can sue. They they can sue you for it, even if they are a rat faced bitch, right? That's so I'm crazy. Even sure call words. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is um. This is interesting. It's very interesting because it's just the fact that it's coming from Florida, who is just a very, oddly enough, a very conservative state. Like a lot of their lawmakers, I mean, they're very much a red state. So I find it very, this is, this is I interesting. Know. I find that right on track, actually. I don't know. Well, I'm thinking, I'm just thinking about like all of Ron DeSantis and everything. Like, you know, he wants to be able to, you know, you should be able to say what you want and things like that. I mean, obviously, if it caters, to them, but right. So with that, you know, they would be able to have words maneuvered in a way that favors True. them. You see what I'm saying? So no, that's right. That's right up the alley. That's right up the alley for sure. Florida listeners, pay attention to just this lawmaker, um, Alex and Andrade. Does it have a bill number like an HB number? So it's HB seven five seven. So please pay attention to that because um, if that passes. I mean, there's only a matter of time before they add social media, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Mm -hmm. So please be careful. I mean, we always tell you to be careful what you're putting on social media anyway. But, you know, this is this is this is kind of crazy in Florida. So what mm -hmm. uh, also is crazy in Florida. And this is even. Oh, my God. Oh this my is crazy. God. Oh, my God. So a new bill is mandating disclosure of artificial intelligence and political ads headed to the House floor. Okay. Another Alex, all right? The representatives named Alex are... They working. They walling out there, okay? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, HB 919 from Representative Alex Rizzo, okay? Mm -hmm. Hear me out. All right, so first of all, political ads using artificial intelligence technology would need a statement disclosing the fact under a bill advancing in the House, all right? Mm -hmm. Any candidates or political committee that puts out an ad using AI without disclosing it would commit a first-degree misdemeanor punishable by a prison sentence of one year and a fine of $1,000. Any candidate? I quote, any candidate or political committee, okay, that puts out an ad using AI and didn't say nothing about it will face a first-degree misdemeanor charge punishable by a prison sentence of one year and a fine of $1,000. Okay, my, here's my second question. Does it 
tell you how big the disclaimer needs to be on this said ad. It does not, does it? Uh, let's see. Hold on. Mm -hmm. All right. So remind you, first of all, this is already passed. So it's heading to the house. All right. Mm -hmm. Under the Senate version of the bill, which is uh, state bill 850 violations of the disclosure requirement would be punished by the Florida election committee and wouldn't be a misdemeanor. It also, okay. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything about that. See, that's the thing with these type of laws is like, and that's how people get away with not being able to know certain things. Yeah. When you, when you see like, um, your campaign ads and, mm -hmm. and then you might see those thin white letters at the yes. bottom, you need to read that. Yeah. Pause your TV. Pause your TV. I know y'all got a smart TV. Okay. You, you need to read all of that. Okay. This is, uh, cause it could easily be something as small as that on on an ad, even smaller than that, on a on a campaign ad, on a campaign ad, and you would never know it because never know it. And it, does it does it mention anything about like how long the disclosure ad needs to be on? Like no. does it have to be through the whole campaign? Does it have to be up there for fifteen seconds? Mm -mm. See that this is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Like they're going to be able to. Okay. Well, it may just be. So this is coming from Florida Politics, um, Politics.com. So I mean, I might be able to find. I mean, honestly, you can just. I want y'all to know this. One thing, you can look up all of these house bills that are being proposed in your states. Literally, go on your state's websites. Mm -hmm. They are there. Like, it'll tell you who's sponsoring it, who wrote it, where what the process is. So, honestly, uh, Florida politics might, I mean, because, you know, and I kind of get it as a writer. It's like, why am I doing this when you can just do that? Mm -hmm. So, I can find a different article or I might just actually put the link if I find it, HB919 and put it in there for you guys so you guys can kind of see, you know, the expectations and ramifications of it because this is, because especially it says any political committee. So if you are on, you know, the committee for Ron DeSantis or you're on the committee for whatever and, you know, you could just be the secretary of that mm -hmm. committee, but you never know. This really falls right into the whole media literacy talk that's been really big. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like that's okay. So we we as a we as millennials, we're like kind of primed and prepped for the most part to notice when things are fake, right? Mm -hmm. Oh like, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But with AI, almost every day now on TikTok, there's one person like, here are 15 images. Can you Tell me which of these seven are real, and I'll get like yeah, I'll get I get a, confused. I get a lot of them wrong. Yeah, I'd be like, that's not that wasn't real. Yeah, I get a lot of them wrong. Like AI has already increased to a degree from just a year ago, where it where more than half of the nation cannot tell that it is AI. Yeah, myself included. Like that AI commercial that happened, that was on for the Super Bowl. Like oh yeah, that's old. AI looks completely, that's last year AI. Sure. This year's AI is a whole new beast. And so, like, we need you guys to think critically now about yeah. everything that you're seeing, everything that people are saying, because, you, you know, we've seen, like, the face filters and the voice AI stuff. And yeah. Take, like, all of that stuff. Yeah. There's a, um, who was, who was that who was um, suing somebody because they did AI AI or AI um, explicit images when it was like they were naked. Taylor. Taylor Swift. There was somebody else too. Oh, Ice Cube. I saw Ice Cube had, yeah, that was. Oh. oh. 
Oh yeah. Who asked for that? Yeah. In, in AI or real life? <laughs> and, yeah, and honestly, like that's just not. <laughs> but like all of that stuff, like you really need to think critically in a, in a, in a, and because we're in a time where we like are wanting to digest content so fast, it could get any of us. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, we really need to like hone in and brush up on that skill of being able to determine because just like someone could fake it and act like a Nigerian prince right. in your email to your grandma and your grandma wouldn't know. Oof. Girl, don't even get me started. The new Nigerian prince scam might be something in AI. Yeah. Gotta be, yeah. Girl. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Well, that's all we got for Busting Ballots this week. Yes. Um, You know, so next week we'll have some new states. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see, Florida. Georgia, Georgia, Hawaii. Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Georgia. Listen, yeah, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. You know what? We'll just get those. You know, we get, so we got mm-hmm. Florida out the way. We'll get Georgia. Oh wait, but then we'll have to cover Texas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Louisiana, all the Louisiana, Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. And as always, if there are any particular house bills that you've seen, and you're like, can you guys? do a rundown of this slide in our comments yeah ask, ask us about it seriously this so, is, this be is like wild. hey or if you want us to talk about it like hey can y'all talk about house bills such and such from this state that's what we're here for mm-hmm. we learning together this yeah. is a, this is a team effort right. okay we are learning right along right. with you because we want y'all to be educated when you get to them polls absolutely yes, go to ballotpedia.org i keep telling y'all get your ass over there right get to reading just saying that's it that's it. All uh, right. What we got next? So this is just a political hot take that we have that like we literally, literally. Oh, oh my God. This is like breaking news. <laughs> this is breaking news. You're not hearing it first, but yeah, you know, it's yeah. breaking news. So Alabama, an Alabama Supreme Court rules God. that frozen embryos are children under state law. This is a serious situation. <clears throat> so I'm going to read this, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Alabama Supreme Court has ruled that frozen embryos can be considered children under state law. Um, The decision was issued in a pair of wrongful death cases that were brought by three couples who had frozen embryos destroyed in an accident in a fertility clinic. Justices citing anti-abortion language in the Alabama Constitution ruled that in 1872 state law allowing parents to sue over the death of a minor child applies to all unborn children regardless of their location. That's crazy. Okay? Okay. So Mitchell said, I'm sorry, I'm saying Mitchell. Um, This is Justice J. Mitchell. Mm -hmm. He said that the court had previously ruled that fetuses killed while a woman is pregnant are covered under the Alabama's wrongful death of a minor act and nothing excludes uh, extra extra teen. Mm -hmm. Where you at? Extra, what is that? Extra uterine. Sure. Uh, Children from the act's coverage. Um, this is going to be really, this is going to be a serious situation for, um, embryo fertility clinics, things like that. This, this is going to be a problem. Um, so somebody that's like the CEO of Resolve, the National Infertility Association said it raises questions for providers and patients, including if they can freeze future embryos created during fertility treatment, or if patients could ever, could ever donate or destroy unused embryos.
this is just another way uh, for high courts to continue to control women's bodies. Like this is so even for women that, that their only their only hopes of having a child is IVF. Now that is up in the air for the state of Alabama. Mm -hmm. But what we've seen, I mean, look at what happened after Roe versus Wade. It's just this domino effect. So which state is next? One state, like there's a lawmaker right now in one of one of these 50 states that is sitting there like, huh, you know what? Maybe this is something that we, you know, that we need to do too. Like why not add that to our already existing anti-abortion legislations? This is wild. This woman who literally, she's pursuing IVF treatment in Alabama after having three miscarriages. The ruling came down on the same day she began daily injections ahead of an egg retrieval. She could literally go to jail for this shit. This is crazy. That's insane. So now she's sitting here trying to figure out, okay, do I need to move my embryos to another state? Like, and that's just an added expense on that top is. of, on top of expenses. How, yeah, you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting in IVF injections. Yeah. All she's trying to, and all, all she's trying to do is have a baby. That's it. So you 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 put legislation in place for women who don't want to have a baby, you mm -hmm. know, because God forbid they're raped or it's just it's not the right time, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Now you're putting legislation. Now you're putting legislation in place for women who want to have a baby. Mm -hmm. Is it Uchiwali or is it one Mike? What are we doing here, Alabama? What are we doing here? This is this is this is dangerous. This is so extreme. The justices, rule, the justices ruled that wrongful death lawsuits by the couples can proceed. The clinic and hospitals that are defendants in the case could ask the court to, re uh, to reconsider this decision. I... I, I just... Anti-abortion groups are cheering the decision. Like, what is... What? That doesn't mean... I don't want you to hear that sentence. An anti-abortion group is cheering the decision. Mm -hmm. Embryos are children, too. Or people too, rather. I'm sorry. 1872. I'm going to say this, and it has it's not going to be anything I've not said before. And I'm going to keep saying it because I fucking told y'all. Right. White women. White women. White women. This is y'all's fault. This is white. <laughs> Not you, because a man like this is white women. Y'all, 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 y'all insisted on voting for Trump. Y'all insisted in voting against your own uh, self-interest, and now your government they want your white babies, okay? Because they don't give a fuck about black and, and pe people of color. We could die on the table. They're like, good, get that black bitch out of here. But they want your white babies. And they're doing everything in their power to get you pregnant and pumping them babies out. And if you're not going to do that, then you can go to jail. And then, hold on, I'm not done. And then, okay, drag them. And then we're getting to a point where it's becoming um, illegal to be uh, homeless. So I mean, there are all kinds of things that are falling into this. There's all, girl. Sis and I literally were watching the news while we were setting up, and it came down breaking news. And we were both like, 
I was flabbergasted. Are you fucking kidding me? White women, I don't know what you y'all got to do. Y'all need to figure it. Y'all need to go back and fix this shit. And you know what? And you really can't. Like the damage is done. Yeah. Like there's nothing you can do. Like I'm so tired of seeing these town hall meetings with like I was a former uh, Trump voter, bitch. No, don't try to fix it now. Don't try to fix it now. The damage is done. The that, damage is done. That pisses me off. So the damage hot. is done. Y'all put that man in office because you didn't want Hillary fucking Clinton in there for some reason. Who looks like you? See, we vote for the people that look like us. Y'all don't. Y'all voted for that man because he was a man. Talk about, well, I don't think a woman should be president. And why not? And now look at you. They about to strap your ass to a table and make you pump out them babies. And you better shut the fuck up while you're doing it. Right. Child. That's crazy. This is just going to be a domino effect. Well, I'm, I'm, we're hoping that it's not. But, I mean, it's Alabama. And for some reason, like, they're setting a freaking precedent. And the dumbass United States is going to follow suit. Ain't they so. like, I mean, Alabama is, what, number 47 in education? Right. Well. Clearly. Well. That's the only thing that we have for a polit- uh, political hot take. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> because that was, em- that's. It's embarrassing. That is, it's, it, it is. That's embarrassing. It's, are you not ashamed of yourself? You should be. You should be. I'll do be. it in my Alabama voice. You should be. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be. How are you going to fix this? Y'all some cow blasted dummies. <laughs> I can't even. Um. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. On to on to the nonsense. These are some hot topics that we just wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Speaking of um, politics, if we're coming off a political um, political stage. Yeah. You know, we'll kind of stay on there for a little bit. We're just gonna get on the step, right? <laughs> I want to go home. You understand? Okay. I so, want to go home. I'm just saying. So New York Congressman Jamal Bowman, um, he is introducing some new uh, some new things like, what's it called? It's a hip-hop task force uh, to tackle. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, no. Go ahead. Basically. Go ahead. Basically, in, in layman's terms, they want hip-hop to save politics and they want hip-hop to tackle racial uh disparities that we have going on within our community right okay all right representative jamal bowman i'm, I'm a fan of this guy but i don't know about this this is this is a little much right um so it's a task force that's led by bowman will use hip-hop's messaging of building a more equitable society a society to help spearhead initiatives to address ec- economic equality affordable housing and racial justice imperatives he said that the inspiration behind the task force came from reflecting on how the genre impacted him over the years. Okay. Um, how old is Jamal Bowen? He's in his forties. That's a that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say this. I want you to say it. Hip-hop is not going to save the community. Look at what's going on. I'm, I'm going to put hip-hop and politics in one bubble right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, they sh- in my opinion now, it's like maybe they, sh- maybe they shouldn't be mixed. Maybe that was the, the problem that we had before. Um, 
these rappers are getting in bed with just anybody that calls them nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like they don't really have a solid voice. There are a few that have probably, you know, pretty much, actually, no, I was going to say Jay-Z, but Jay-Z talks shit about the NFL, but now, you know, Rock Nation and Apple Music are literally the spearheaders of the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. uh, halftime show. So, um, I just, I just don't think this is the right route at all. Like, I, I think honestly, this is just putting a band aid on racial disparities. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's get the one, let's get the what the kids listen to, and just put a band aid on it and label it Gunna or the Migos, <laughs> and then maybe you know they'll maybe maybe that will that will make a move. That's not that's not gonna change it. What's gonna change is like you establishing laws that you know train police and and things like that. Having you know Meek Mill at the White House to you know rhyme bat with Cat and just give his opinion on shit. It's not gonna hurt. It's not gonna. It's not gonna save anything. I'm sorry. I just don't think so. I, if it feels this initiative feels 20 years too late. Mm. If it was gonna ever be a thing, it just it's not gonna work. This also is not the 1980s, and that whole that whole influ- of hip hop being like influential in that sense is over. Like we've already got was my one of my favorites, hip hop self destruction. Yeah. yeah, I love that song. That song came out in the 80s, though. Like, it's it's not going to happen. You've missed the mark, Jamal, and I'm so sorry. Because, like, I'm, I'm reading this article, and it's like, so art, he says, like, artists like Eric B. and Rakim, Queen Latifah, Chuck D., Public Enemy. You said he's 40-something. That, yeah. That's why I said that tracks. Like, I mean, he, he inspired, like, yes, music is influential. Music mm-hmm. is inspiring. Mm-hmm. However, like, but J. Cole telling me that I should vote for somebody is, th- okay, and? What happens now? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hate it. He said hip hop has always been about ending. P- wait, hip hop has always been about ending poverty in America, about fully funding our public schools. It's always been about justice reform and police reform. It's always been about affordable housing and dealing with the issue of threats of violence. Like, okay. Yes. E- okay. No. Hip hop has put these issues on front street. On front street, but that's not combating it. All that's doing is bringing awareness to it. You know what? Last week I wrote an article. There's a new act that's called uh, what's it called the Black and Brown Girl Black Black Women and Girls. It's a new act that literally is supposed to. It's another task force that is supposed to tackle the racial disparities that Black women and girls. Uh, deal with across the country mm-hmm. and one of the lawmakers behind it said something like we're done acknowledging the disparities like this act is actually going to put things in motion to combat those disparities mm-hmm. so just creating a task force of the congressional hip-hop power and justice task force <laughs> this is so unserious. Instead of you, so in the task force will use hip hop's messaging of building a more equitable society to help spearhead initiatives to address economic equality, affordable housing, and racial justice imperatives. Or we can create a bill that actually implements affordable housing across the nation in or putting them in these communities that these rappers come from. Um, you, you get what I'm saying? I just. I- I get, I do understand what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I, I agree with this. I think it's just a little, you know, a little too late. 
for it, and I just don't think it's gonna do anything. It ain't gonna do a damn thing. I don't think it's. I just don't think it's gonna do anything. And in my opinion, if you want to sit here and talk about, if you want to create a task force, create a task force of 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 influential influencers. No one ever listens to my idea about that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, and I'm not saying that like because okay, you're sitting here talking about Rakim, Queen Latifah, stuff like that. Yes, they are definitely old school now. But like even the rappers that we are growing up, that we grew up listening to and idolizing, now they're getting older. Jay Z, Fifty, all them like that. These new rappers, they're not doing that. They could care less, they and don't. a lot of them have said they. It's on paper. It's on. It's what? on record of them saying we could care less about none of that shit. We out here just trying to get these mm -hmm. these bags. Yep. They don't care. That you're not gonna see them at the White House. Yes, you saw Quavo at the White House. Unfortunately, after. Takeoff was killed, mm -hmm. you know, because he was there about gun reform, and we understand that. But these other rappers, they ain't thinking about that. Showing. However, you have you have influencers, black, brown, white, whatever, that are on, and like they're they're still coming. They're influencing those Gen Z. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just, you know, Representative Bowman, call me. Um, call somebody else. Yeah, we we got we have we have some better ideas. Way better. We have some better ideas. Um, I'm try I just want to see who's behind this. Let's see. In September, artists including Fat Joe, Rick Ross, and Busta Rhymes partnered with Power to the Patients, a film to film a public service announcement demanding legislators create a more honest, affordable, and equitable healthcare system. Okay, I mean that's not gonna hit who the he okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Okay, so let's see. Groups like the Black Music Action Coalition, the Recording Academy, and the Black Music Collective have joined forces with Bowman um, and Representative Hank Johnson, who is a Democrat out of Georgia, um, in calling for the passage of the Restoring Artistic Protection Act, a bill that will limit the admissibility of an artist's creative or artistic expression against them in court. I mean, okay. Like right. I said, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that got to do with affordable housing. It's a wrap on that. Anyway, what's that? What's next? Um, we got time for like what? Two more? Okay. Yeah. I'm so annoyed here. It's okay. <laughs> just, they just, they just, they just take me okay. off. Um, you know what? So Black History Month. Um, how how are you feeling about Black History Month so far? Um. Mhm. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think it's I think it's very mid yeah. this year. I do. Oh uh, yeah. I don't think we've done our part. Um mm -hmm. but a school right here in Charlotte, West Charlotte High School, is actually being uh reprimanded for a black history lesson. Mm hmm In my opinion, it's kind of an old school rep uh yes, old is. school black history lesson. So uh, West, Charlotte, West, uh, West Charlotte High School has been reprimanded by its school district for having a pair of doors, including um, inside the building, decorated as being colored and white entrances last week, right? Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really think it was a problem. A photo on the door at West Charlotte High School shows a makeshift shine uh, above them reading Sears Department Store in 1930. The image went viral and has been widely shared on social media. Okay. Um, oh, this HBCU Pride Nation. So shout out to Travis. Um, they posted this. So, um, apparently the, the school daughter was like, you know, it was inappropriate and they should take it down. Um, and they did. So, um, the school district was required to provide social studies and history lessons to all our students in an age appropriate manner. Teachers at West Charlotte high school decorated doors that displayed inappropriate content. The activity is not aligned to the state standards or with CMS curriculum and approved lesson plans. Hmm. This is shocking coming from West Charlotte. 
God bless Shoo, you. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, West Charlotte High School, for those who don't know, is a predominantly black high school. Yeah. In a black ass neighborhood. I really, I want to know, I really want to know what you, I'm curious as to like what you guys think. And I'm really curious as to like certain uh, black history lessons that you guys uh, dealt with when you were in school. I'm really, really curious. In my opinion, I think this is the perfect school lesson. Because mm -hmm. um, that's exactly what a Sears looked like in 1930s. That's exactly what water fountains look like. That's exactly what restaurants look like. Me and Brandon were watching Remember the Titans the other day. And, you know, the scene where... Uh, PD told Sunshine, like, nah, we can't go, go in there. there. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and he got upset because, like, I told you this mm -hmm. is not for us. I'm telling you, it's very, it's very shocking that Loving versus Virginia passed in Virginia. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but you know, like, because things like that really did happen. So I, I really just think, again, that y'all are just raising some punk ass kids because the fact that you think that this is inappropriate, like, what, so what was your appropriate lesson? What is an appropriate lesson for black, for black history? I don't think. And I'm trying to like recall. I mean, it's been some years now since I graduated high school. Five years. I was just trying to like say that you're like young. Oh, that's really nice. That's of you. all. Thank I was just you. Trying to, Thanks. Yeah. Huh? Um, twenty years actually. Damn. Anyway, I don't really remember getting a lesson from school. Really? I think it came from the family. I think it came from like mom. And just in conversation, I guess. Yeah. But no, I never got any like any of like these like big cornerstone black history moments, unless I was a part of like some program during school for Black History Month. Mm. I didn't. Mm -mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely in church, like um, raised in the AMB Zion Church. Black history was a serious, I'm sorry, not was, is a big deal within the church. But in school growing up, um, shout out to my mom, because my mom made sure that my elementary school recognized Black History Month um, when I was in the second grade. And ever since then, it, it went on. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget uh, my second grade class. We did, I had a black teacher, and we actually did a lesson where we were separated. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had to basically like we were playing a game and the white kids only had to pick the white kids and the black kids had to be chosen last because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's exactly what it was. Right. Um, you know, and that was a black teacher teaching us that. Then fast forward to like my sixth grade, it was, you know, we had similar. Um, wow. I remember she did it in a way it was like. I asked to go get a drink of water. She told me no. Mm -hmm. And then a, a, one of my white classmates asked me, asked her to do the same thing. Wow. And she was able to go. And it was just like, this is what happened in 1950 something something. You know. Wow. I mean, make sure that you use the one by the library, not the one over by, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. because at the end of the day, that is what sixth grade, sixth graders in 1956, you know, um, had to deal with. You know what I mean? So... Um, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think there was anything wrong with this lesson at all. Wow. Um, I'm wondering how many white kids at West Charlotte High School use this door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it might only be about 20 of them there. Yeah. I, I just don't think this is inappropriate. I mean, you're talking about like last year, Miami preschools under fire for putting blackface on toddlers. 
um, Good God. you know, for a black history lesson for two and three year olds, like that's inappropriate. That yeah. definitely is inappropriate. But showing 17 year olds exactly what 17 year olds in 1930 mm -hmm. had to deal with. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, but again, wow. y'all raising some punk ass kids. So Damn. that's just how I got to, that's just all I had to say about that. Damn. Um, all right, let's choose one more. You want to talk about your, your friend, Killer Mike? Not really, but I mean, I get what you, I get it. Mm -hmm. He gets on my nerves. Yeah. And he is dangerous for the community. We know that Killer Mike is a Grammy award winning rapper now. Um, but you know, we kind of have to point out some things and some of the uh, ideologies that he has put out there in recent years. So, um, I'm trying to, sorry, no, you good <laughs> trying to find it so we can. Okay. Here is him talking per fucking usual pregnant as a teenager, young man and woman get pregnant. This is the two year plan. First two years are debt free. You don't have to pay the government anything back. So she doesn't get to drag him in the court and say, and the court doesn't say you owe us money for investing in your child through food programs, through early Head Start programs. Because in those two years, the boy has the option, or not even the option, he has the demand of the co-man to then go to a trade school. You have to go to a trade school, which incentivizes the United States to do it because we need more trades people. We, we do. don't have enough carpenters, we don't have enough electricians, yeah. we don't have enough people building roads. In my community, the girls are going to college and graduating. They have no men to marry because the boys are not going to college in the same way. My teachers were married to a tradesman. My teacher, who we call doctor, her, 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 her husband owns a locksmith company. Her husband was a, was a carpenter, was a mechanic. So they had a good life. Their kids went to school right the same schools we went to. I think that the incentive to solving the child support problem and a part of solving our infrastructure problem is to incentivize young boys who have gotten a girl pregnant. You must now go through two years of trade school. Oh, wait a minute. So, okay, I like what oh, you said. Let me give you the rest of the answer. Like, okay, go ahead. After that boy graduates, you get a further incentive if you and the girl marry. If you and the girl marry, we'll give you these incentives, zero finance, home loans, something out of HUD besides an apartment with a leaky faucet and rats and roaches in it, but incentivize marriage. What? Which then strengthens our community, the black community, and strengthens the greater community because now you have more American marriages, you have people with stronger financial stability, and you have tradespeople married to women of education, and you begin to recreate communities like what Auburn Avenue was, where Edgewood was. I believe you could do this from the executive order because the money that Ford funnels down from the feds through the states to help mothers. Trickle down economics? Well, we're not only helping mothers, we're helping fathers too. If a boy gets a woman pregnant, not only does she receive tan, I see your face, you right? Good idea. If a no. boy, if a Nobody woman receives tan, if she receives this, the boy now has a must. You're federally required now to go to trade school. Mm -hmm. And in those two years, what you put out on the other side is a person who's trained, a person who has an incentive to marry, and a person who becomes a taxpayer and not just a taker of tax. Y'all have let this fat neck motherfucker talk for way too long, and I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. Well, two points I want to argue in here. I done pissed my fist. First, <laughs> this is so fucking ridiculous. If Wait, what did he say? If he gets a woman pregnant, right. then he automatically has to do two years of trade school. 
what's stopping him from fucking somebody else and getting another woman pregnant? Right. Because that's the real problem here. Right. Hella men out here creating broken families. Hmm. That's not mentioned in that plan. Hmm. Second, there's another incentive if said man marries this woman. So that means that there's potentially, in his idea of a plan, there are going to be men marrying women who they don't even like. Right. It's giving military. That's what it's giving. It's like, oh, yeah, you do this, and then you got to do, like, in, in, you know, in lieu will pay for something else. First of all, I didn't like the page Blacks for Kennedy. I saw that. Like, that's the handle, the TikTok uh, that that came from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just think that, like, there's no... Where are you getting your, your data from, your facts from? This is, this is, that was the main problem that I had. For you to sit there and be like, in my community that you probably don't live in anymore, um, in my community, the girls are going to colleges and the boys aren't. And your plan is to not send them to college, but to just send them to trade, trade school. school. But only if they get someone pregnant. Right. What the fuck? Like, what is, where, where did this come from? That doesn't make any sense. Like, yes, are we lacking carpenters and are we lacking electricians? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That you're, he's, now that he is right about. However, I don't even think, and I would, I need to find, I wouldn't find the clip of like the conversation beforehand. Like, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Like, what, were we talking about the rate of, you know, unwed mothers? Are we like, well, he mentioned something about like the child support initiative or whatever. He mentioned something about that. Yeah. But I mean, okay. So I, I'm just not understanding like how you can use a, how you can spot a, a somewhat of a statistic. I don't know where he got that number from. Um, that the girls are going to college and the boys ain't, they're not. And then the next thing that you say is like sending them to trade school. Like I, I'm not understanding. Well, I do know that more black women are going to college and graduating than black men are. But we can't put, we can't, we can't dispute the fact that there are like a lot of black men in, in college. college like, yes. This is what I'm saying. Like we're, this, this goes back to this hood mentality bullshit. Okay. Cause at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and like, this is where I have to put my black men on a pedestal. Like, and y'all are over here, mmm, mmm. They was, mmm, mm, they was, mmm. Mm. But half of the men in the room probably have college degrees. So what are you saying? Like, what sounds like could be good is just literally just knocking black men off a pedestal again. I'm not, I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding. But this is y'all brother. But what he's what he's saying is that y'all are not good enough to y'all are not good enough to go to college. If you get a girl pregnant, you just need to go ahead and be a plumber, some yeah. fucking wear. Don't you even think about getting getting a degree? It's it's over for you, right? Even though millions of black women who become mothers during college finish every fucking year, every year, bitches get pregnant all the time in college. Believe it or not, right. And they still finish. Just go be a plumber. Don't go to school and study political science. So maybe one day you can actually, instead of the rapper sitting down with John Kennedy fucking Jr., they can sit down with you when you're getting ready to run for office. And then talking about, because the money will come, you're trying to use trickle-down economics, to, which we all know doesn't work, to fix an issue in the community, in a black community? Get me out. And here, I want to go home. And, and what? Okay. I want to go home. This is. I'm not saying that like hoods don't exist because we all know that they do. Yeah. We all know that they do. 
But I just, I just get tired of that narrative of like, there's nothing else for y'all to do. There's nowhere for y'all to go. But this is who y'all, this is who people look up to to fix it. This is why Jamal Bowman created shit like that initiative, mm -hmm. that task force, because this is what they want you to hear. All you could do is be a rapper, maybe. At 45, getting Grammys, which is, that's great. I want a caveat, because we really want no other people to compete in that category. Yeah. Or you can, you can get a trade skill. You can be an electrician. Right. And, I'll, and let me be clear. People with trade skills make big bank. Child. Like, let's, let's, I am not in any way, shape, or form downplaying people who have trade skills. Like, I get the vibe. Go, go get that CDL. I understand. Get your cash. But to only have that incentive, like, that's crazy. None of that makes sense. And the fact that women don't even get a say in this plan is also ridiculous to me, too. But that doesn't surprise me as how Killer Mike had lots of black men who were purposefully going against Stacey Abrams when she was running. Fuck that fat neck, neck motherfucker. I do not like him. I do not like him. He is very dangerous for the community. And if you listen to him, you probably do read 48 Laws of Power. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Well. Is there anything you want to say? No, I really, I just, I, I saw that and I was just kind of like, what? There are so many holes in that, and you don't give women the autonomy, and that is my problem with a lot of these solutions by these men. You don't give women the autonomy to choose their own lives because what if she don't want to? What if she don't want to be with this nigga who's a trait? Right. So what basically, if, what you gonna do? You just gonna and so like she don't want. So what happens if she doesn't want to keep the baby? You just put that black man right back in the hood. What's hap? What? There are so many. What? The, what happens then? The plan must be called Swiss cheese because there's so many holes in. You it. know what? Wrap it up. I'm just saying. Wrap it up. But no, but yeah, it's, I'm not understanding. Like, it's just, there's no, it sounds good. It sounds good. It don't sound good. But, it's, you know, and I say that. It sounds like shit. Because. Mm -mm. It sounds like boo-boo. Yeah, no, this is not it. It's doo-doo so. in there. Yeah. Unacceptable. But that's anyway, y'all favorite. Yeah, y'all love him or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Um, you said we had some reviews. Oh, yes. I got my eyes on you. It's okay. Okay. Hold on. Well, first of all, because they were on, they were on YouTube, but I just want to double, triple check. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we I had just... got something on Instagram a while ago in our favorites. Oh, okay. In our request, but keep looking. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Here is the comments. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. This is from Ironheart Blurred. Mm -hmm. So they said, A, four stars. And that's <laughs> perfectly fine. The HBCU segment was fire. Personally, I attended both all black and white schools. Until Wait, she already gave us a review before. Did she? Yeah, that's not a review. Oh, I, I saw four no, stars. No, she's talking about... Ironheart Blurred, I know you've, you've given us a review before. Oh. But there was something... Okay, yeah. You see? Well, here's another one maybe from D Marie 17 Okay. Welcome back, ladies. Hope you enjoyed your break. I discovered you all a few months ago, and I've been listening to old episodes to fill the void. Aww. Thanks for the laughs and keeping us informed about the political shenanigans. I recommend your podcast to all my friends. I love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So we got something in our request that says, man, y'all make me sick. I left a review on YouTube and this page. So this is from Anna 
I am underscore titanium. Oh, no. But I can't find it, Anna. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, no, we're so Where sorry. Where did you leave it at, though, Anna? Like, Tell us right now. Right. We're going to find it right now. <laughs> oh, no. She, I saw it. And I, I don't know. She said it's on our page? She said she left it on our page and it's on, and it's on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know. I'm Anna, so, tell I'm, us exactly what episode you left it on, and we will be sure to read it immediately. I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought I had screenshot it and saved it to my phone, but I guess I didn't. Dang. Anna. But I want to apologize. It's, it's my fault. Yeah. You can check the DMs. Too. You're right. I can. I'm don't, sorry. Don't do. Don't put me out on front street I like this. To. No, I had to. No, you did to. not. I had to. Do we have any on YouTube? I mean, not YouTube. Mm-mm. The other thing. No. The other platform Mm-mm. on Apple. No. You sure? Yep. Y'all suck. Let's see. Anna, you gotta Anna, do it again. I'm sorry. We'll we'll see it for real this time. Yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. For real, for real. I'm so sorry. Dang. Dang. That's okay. It's all right. We're we're gonna find it, Anna. And I'm sorry. but no, yeah, we don't I'm have sorry, any. Sorry, Anna. We don't have any right now. That's okay. Anyway, I feel bad. Don't feel bad. It's okay. We're gonna find it. We're going to find it. She's going to see it. She could be like, I put it under such and such and such and such. Okay. That's all. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode, you guys. <laughs> Damn, Anna. I'm sorry, girl. Damn. Um, be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter at HeadRapPod. We're on Instagram at Wraps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.HeadRapsAndLipsticks.com, where you have crew next to the t-shirts like the ones sis is wearing today that are for sale but not on sale. Um... Where they can listen to us. Oh, yeah. We have a cash app, by the way. We do have a cash app. We need to where check that. Cash that. We need to check that. Okay. We need to check that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We don't check it often. We don't. Um, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our cash app is dollar sign head red pod. And lastly, we are on a whole bunch of platforms. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. But show you're right on. Okay. Oh, you know what? We did have a review. From somebody on TikTok. I Wait just a minute. Remembered. I'm sorry. Like, I know. I'm all over the place. It's okay. It's all right. I'm sorry. We doing, we doing the best we I'm can. I'm doing the it's best right. I can with what I got. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all love us. This person. Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. How you get to your oh, inbox? And it was a, you have a request. It says, good day, ma'am. I just want to drop by and say how I love and appreciate all the content and extra effort y'all put in to spread the information. Especially, it always amazes me, and I've learned so much from your content. Oh, this is from Jessica Dot Brown eight oh nine on TikTok. Hey, hey, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. We love that. We love that indeed. Cool. Okay, now what's your joke? Okay. What color is the wind? Blue. You mad? Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's okay. You don't have another. You no. Have- <laughs> I've been saving that one. I'm mad. Like technically, though, wind is not a color because it's clear. You can't see it. I think clear is a color. I don't have time for this. Is that the nail salon? It's a color. I don't have time for if this. Oh, you have clear nail polish because it's a color. Other than that, what we'll see y'all next week. Good night. Y'all know it's a color. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you know it's a color. It ain't. If it's if OPI has it, it's a color. OPI is not a photo store. It's usually. Sometimes their nail polish don't be that great. Wow. You want to do the poll? 
they're not affordable.